Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best thing podcast you could put your little ears into. Somebody got a fun audio interface to play with. I won't abuse that, I promise. I probably is loud as shit. I'm super sorry. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Thank you. I just trying to have Have a a good time time over here. So I hopefully everyone who's on our Patreon is enjoying it as well. Let's give a shout out to Danny M and Maggie Whitmer and also anyone else who supports their Patreon because gang during this quarantine-a-thon, the isolation Olympics, the, yes. uh, we decided to uh, kind of make as much as of the Patreon available to our $5 tier as possible. We're still doing our Skype hangouts at the 25 or whatever, uh, but we might be doing one at a lower tier. But basically, if you want to join and watch live, if you want to, we uh, are doing special shows exclusively for our Patreon, any of that stuff, if you'd like, you could join for as low as 5 bucks a month. Uh, consider. I know times are tough right now, but we want to make sure you guys are able to take part in all the cool content that we're making, like joining us live right here on the show. You wouldn't want to miss out on, on this, now, would you? Yeah, and also, good stuff. you're missing out on Sam's uh, crazy cool Zoom background uh, with Whoa. his mic flickering in and out. And, That's uh, the good stuff. And also, our Patreon community is full of lovely people that desperately want to be your friends. They want to be... No, they're, seriously, they're really great people, and it's a fun community to be a part of. So... If you've been like, oh, I want to be a part of it, now's a good time to jump in. We'd love to have you. I've got a running uh, thread on our Discord talking about quarantine, um, just what people are up to and what they miss and what, what we're all trying to do in to, uh, to make it through. But Sam, this week on the podcast, uh, we got sad news right before, like days before we start recording. That, uh, San sad Diego- news during the quarantine? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? What sad news? It's been nothing but great. No, but um, uh, San Diego Comic-Con is canceled, obviously. Um, and uh, Good. They took their time announcing that yeah and it's even even if things had started to reopen up that's a that's a lot of people in one spot uh so i think it's for i think we're both on the same page that it is for the best yeah no i fully agree it's uh it's unfortunate of course because it's always a blast and a half to yes. the san diego comic-con uh there's always uh like you get to see some of your favorite creators you're able to see some really cool cosplay you get to meet some kooky characters I don't know if that's a good voice, but I did want to try it for a second. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm truly, I'm really disappointed. Also, sometimes we get paid to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's I, also nice. I, uh, I wouldn't mind um, uh, going. Yeah, and the gang, also, if you're in the chat right now, please send me recommendations for Zoom backgrounds. So I can load them in as we speak. Uh, you'll just hear me clicking and clacking my keyboard because it's loud as hell. So, But I can do it. Lickety split. No, I'm disappointed, but we did want to talk to you guys. You threw a question out to the boys and girls at home. What was that question? Because I don't well, have it in front we, of me. <laughs> we wanted to see, uh, on the show, we'd like to answer your questions about comics, movies, TV shows, uh, all of the above. And so um, you guys sent us some questions about, um, you know, what could this could mean for, um, you know, just Comic-Con in general or industry, all that stuff. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But uh, every episode, before we dive into them, them's meats and potatoes, uh, we like to talk about what we're into. Uh, and Sam, you introduced the idea a couple weeks back, and it's more like, "How are you doing? Yeah, how are you, how are you just doing? the kind of 
just uh, let's check in with each other and see if we're doing okay. Yeah. Cause... So how how are you doing, man? What are you What have you been up to to keep your mind off things? How are you doing? Oh, you know, like things are doing okay over here. Yes. Everything seems fine on my end. Um, no, it just honestly, this was a really hard week for a lot of reasons, um, and we're just gonna have to roll with it. You know, there's not like much to do. You know what I mean? No. Uh, it's you just got to try your best and try to keep a level head when you can, but also. Come on, we're in isolation. Most human beings have never had to do anything like this before. So, <laughs> and so, cut yourself some slack if you're having a hard time. That's okay. I think everyone's having a hard time every once in a while. Um, so, so this week was a harder time for me. But actually, yesterday I got to do a uh, with my girlfriend's family and uh, friends. We've been doing a um, game night every other uh, Friday, where it's like themed. Two Fridays ago, we did a bingo night and it was themed so we had to dress up in costumes and stuff and uh and that was really cool and um we lost but it's okay because uh, it's always rigged bingo's always rigged uh, if you didn't know that even though they moved the little caged uh thing and they let the balls fall out i'm always saying it's rigged it's always rigged. Th- this week my girlfriend and i got to do a island themed tropical trivia so we did uh, a bunch of different trivia uh questions that we came up with ourselves and then we also i found a wheel of fortune type wheel where like it would randomly choose the category that we did mm-hmm. uh online so that was pretty cool and uh yeah it was it went really well like we had some really good questions actually i have a few i wanted to ask you and see how you did okay wouldn't mind yeah so definitely go all right uh, also, I can't pull this up on the screen, but I did do this movie poster game that was from um, actually over at College Humor where you show them a pixelated image and it becomes less and less pixelated as you go. But if you guess it early on, it's more points if you can figure out what it is. Cool. But uh, as it becomes less pixelated, it's easier to tell what it is. And that was pretty fun. Uh, the easy ones were the Jaws poster and Wilson from Castaway. Those okay. were pretty easy. Those are the people uh, were getting those. Uh, here's a question for you. I think you'll know this right off the bat. What is the highest grossing released film in 2020? Uh, Bad Boys for Life. Yes, ding, ding, ding. Points yeah. to you. Uh, and they're hoping they is, can hold on to that record. Uh, for the Office fans, what was the name of Angela's cat that Dwight put in the freezer? Oh, man. No, that's, too, that's too deep cut. That's too much of a deep cut for me. Uh, he says sparkles, but it's sprinkles. Sprinkles. And sprinkles. And la- last question. Yeah. This is the one that I was super bummed that nobody... Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is uh, the order of the Twilight books in chronological order? Chron- in the chronological right. order of their release? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the, what's the reading order for Twilight? Isn't it... I mean, it feels like there's going to be a swerve here, but I believe it's like it's Twilight, New Moon... Um, what's the, th- no, is one of them yeah. Eclipse? No, you were right so it was, far. It was yes. Twilight, New Moon, Eclipse, and then Breaking Dawn, right? Ding, bang, boom. Yeah. DJ taking home the points. He lost the office one, but it was I lost night. the office one. Yeah, that was, I was not going to be able to pull that one out, unfortunately. That was a good one. Also, have you been checking out some good news, but that John Krasinski has been doing on YouTube? I've seen bits of it and it seems pretty, pretty pure hearted. Yeah, no, like, uh, it's truly God damn, man, it's a lot of happy tears. Like, just because yeah. it's like a lot of pent up like feelings. And when you're able to watch that, I haven't watched, he did a prom last night. So cool. he had like a, on Zoom, he like hosted prom for people all over the world. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. Cause like there's a whole round of people of, of kids that aren't going to be able to go to their prom, even though they've been looking forward to it for however many years. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it's, it's bummer because their prom will be disappointing like every other generation before them. 
Hey, I always had fun at prom, but you always are a little disappointed. Also, yes. everyone gets uncomfortable in the clothes they're in. Yes. <laughs> Everybody does. It's your first uh, time wearing a tie and you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what? As a church going boy, you didn't wear a tie before? I, there was an occasional, you were right, you were right. There was an occasional Easter service Easter. where you'd have a clip on. I feel like maybe prom is one of the first times you're like, okay, I'm going to tie my own tie. And it yeah, goes, no. okay. <laughs> Thank God we grew up. I don't know about you, but I had to, I definitely used a lot of YouTube tutorials. My dad would do the best thing where he'd come, you know, he comes from behind, he like comes from behind. Yeah, he yeah. comes behind me and yeah. ties it over my, over, over me. Yeah. And, and, or he'll be like, no, let me do it. And he goes and ties it and gives it to me. It's like, well, I didn't learn anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't no learn lessons how to do this. Were learned. And I know he barely, he barely understands it, but yeah. I now can teach people how to do it. I still need like three or four tries tying a tie, but it does take a second. Yeah, Anyways, I've long, got a way of tying my tie, but I don't think I do it quite right because it never comes out quite right. It gets the job done, but it's never like, ooh, good tie. Whenever on Brooklyn Nine-Nine you hear uh, Andre Brower's character make fun of people's different ties, they're like, oh, like, do you remember the episode where they had the honeypot, the guy who came in who was <laughs> yeah, yeah, juice, yeah. and he said he did a single Windsor, which is the easiest to undo tie. He's basically taking his pants. He's undressing me with his eyes or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I think that's the tie that everybody does. Every guy does because you don't know. I don't know other ties. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how to do that. Oh, you know, the tie talk's really good. What are you up to this week? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay. Ups and downs, ups and downs, man. Like, um, I think I've said this before. It comes in waves. Like, for the, it's, it's weird, though, because I've also probably said this before. I'm saying everything over and over again. We're trapped in a loop. Um, you know, my day-to-day schedule has not changed significantly. Um, it's just more of the emotional state that's kind of all over the map. Um, I have yeah, been same. really um, tre- shockingly, tremendously, creatively productive. Like, I've, my writing has been going easier than it ever has, um, weirdly. Uh, so that's cool and that's rewarding. It's whenever I come out of that hole that it, it, it things get a little uh, wobbly. But as far as what I'm into... Um, I wanted to, uh, give a shout out. I want to say people were tweeting me about this and, um, for those that don't know, um, uh, Marcus Martin and, um, uh, Brian K Vaughn have a website called the panel syndicate, um, where they release online comics, um, that you can download and pay whatever you want to pay. Um, so I know for, um, their original comic, they wrote a comic together called The Private Eye, and um, I was picking that up, and I I got the first issue, and I, I knew it was going to be a collection, so I paid a lump sum, and it's like whatever you want to plug in, so I, I uh, plugged in a certain amount for the lump sum, and then I just downloaded every other issue after that for free, because I paid for the whole, in my mind, I paid for the whole thing. Uh, and they've dropped a few comics since then, and I, and I unfortunately have not been keeping up. But the one uh, that dropped this week is written by Ed Brubaker uh, with art by Marcus Martin. Um, and uh, it's called Friday. And the, the kind of the premise is this is just the one issue. They're doing one issue a month, I believe. Um, so the first issue kind of sets up the premise, which is, you know, Sam, I don't know if this, you had these in your household, but growing up, um, you know, my parents were of the generation of like the encyclopedia Browns or the Harriet, the spies or whatever, those, those kid detective novels. Oh yeah. And so I got like the Hardy boys or Nancy drew. I picked up a little bit of the, of the backsplash of that, uh, even though that wasn't quite my generation. 
Um, so the prank, by the way, I think I have the whole Hardy Boys collection somewhere. I I, I have it in storage. I had all like a lot of them. Those might be worth something. Anyway, uh, I don't know if I, I don't, I definitely don't think we have the whole collection, but we have a pretty significant Hardy Boys Nancy Drew collection at my parents' house too. Um, but, um, the premise is what if the, these kid detectives had to go to college and like came home and had to deal with all the adult shit that the people have to deal with. So Friday is the, the teen sidekick, uh, or like the, the best, you know, in those detective novels and technically Brown always has a friend Friday is the friend. And so she's coming back after, I can't remember. Oh, Friday, Friday fits you is the main girl and her friends, friend, the kid detective is Lancelot Jones. But they're uh, great name. Yeah, she's coming back from college over the summer, so they're college age now. And there's been a little bit of a of a uh, emotional schism between the two, and so she's starting to grow up. But when they come home, Lancelot Jones is still like, "I'm solving these riddles around town," and so she's kind of get roped into that, and it's them kind of coming of age and stuff like that. And uh, the selling point, of course, is Ed Brubaker's incredible writing. And Marcus Martin's amazing art. He was, of course, a big part of Mark Wade's Daredevil run. He's a tremendous artist. Really, really great. Um, so if people have been missing comics like I have, uh, this is a nice little like something new to, to get your hands on. I will say, I was telling Sam a little bit about this prior to recording. I, because I uh, have always been an old soul, <laughs> uh, am struggling with reading on my phone. Like I like the idea of it in that I have a new comic and it's not taking up space on my shelf, but I just, I, I miss the physical tangible format of it. I've been reading comics the same way for years. And so it's hard for me to um, do it on this fucking little gadget. It might be better if I had like an iPad or something, but ain't nobody got money for an iPad right now. Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, <laughs> oh wait, do you have like, I thought you had like an iPad too. Uh, man, it is old as shit. That thing isn't doing any, like I download one comic from Comicsology and it is done for, you know what I mean? Like it just, it just struggles the whole way. Um, so that's not really an option, but you know, maybe one of these days, I, I you know, um, because obviously I'm, I'm trying to get into that more because the comic shops aren't, you know, aren't open right now. And, and, um, you know, just everything's different, but that's for people that don't know that might, if you're missing new comics, again, you pay what you want. Um, it was one issue. So I paid three bucks, but you could, you could download it for free. I would say, you know, throw them a few bones. They're giving you great work. Um, that's, that is an option to check out right now. And also, um, if you may remember from last week, um, Steve recommended devs on FX and I know it just, it's a limited series, eight episodes, one complete story. I have not caught up yet. I'm two episodes behind now, um, but uh, but I have been watching that, and and so far so good. Really enjoying it. So I will update everybody once I've finished it. Nice. I'm going to be definitely checking that out this week. Uh, I finished Gravity Falls, by the way, and nice. that show really kicks ass. Uh, I really genuinely love it's such a solid premise i know you checked out like the first two episodes yes and like it once it finds its footing you're like wow these mysteries are pretty cool also yeah. they they meet a shapeshifter at one point it's like a very it's like an alien type scenario where they have to like they're locked inside with it and they're trying to figure out who's real or whatever or no, it's like it's this classic. thing sorry not alien yeah um but uh i think the way it ends up like threatening someone is by turning into them to like threaten them and talk about all like their shortcomings. I'm like, wow, you're like not pulling punches with this show. I really like it. Like, and uh, the finale was really rewarding. I know. And I read up on the show that they keep the Alex Hirsch, the showrunner and the creator 
decided to end it after two seasons. So like he knew what he wanted. It was 40 episodes. It was very tight. Like I really super dug it. It was very cool that Disney made a show like that. I would love to see like there could be they leave it open to like do a like a season two or a book two or whatever they want to call it. Yeah. Um, But man, I really loved it. And I did want to give a shout out. We actually met a fan of the show. uh, uh, I think her name online is Andy Harvest. She's an artist. Mm -hmm. And she uh, just did the art for two published books. It's her and a writing partner. And they released two kids books. And I just, I ordered them. Just like, you got a sport friend. Yeah. Uh, uh, And they're called, I'll report back. But if you guys would like to support too, uh, support the uh, indie creators as well. It's a bummer because the second book just came out during all of this, so they couldn't really do like promotion. So I thought, hey, might as well give a shout out. Uh, it's called Diary of the Fifth Grade Outlaw, and there are two books um, uh, to it. And so it's like it's definitely aimed for younger audience. So we'll see like how I like connect with it. But I'm definitely going to give it to my nephews after this and see. You know, I got to give them something to do. By the way. Are you familiar? We're all over the place here because we want to talk about Comic Cons. Oh, I'm yeah. all over the place. But um, are you familiar with KiwiCo? No. So KiwiCo is our educational kits you can send kids. They also, I mean, as an adult, I would want to 100% want to build these things because um, they're like a little bit more interactive than puzzles. But basically, they're science kits. So uh, I bought my nephews and my niece a kit that can build a pinball machine. Very out of, like cool. very basic machines. But if you work together with your parents, you teach them physics and uh, engineering, and you're able to like have them understand in a way that's like that makes sense to them and a cool thing that they get to build and keep and use a lot. Um, and it looks really cool, and it just arrived. But the more I look at it, the more I'm like, I should. I don't <laughs> want to make a little. There's a little cannon I can make that shoots like foam balls. Like that's like that's kind of cool. You're like, wait, I want this. I want yeah, this toy. I looked online and like they 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 work. They're not like they're not skimping out at all. They're they're solid. Speaking of cool things you may want, let's check in with our pals over at Quip. Yes, let's talk about our friends over at Quip because I don't know about you, DJ. My morning and evening routines have changed a wee bit. It's a little hard to keep track unless I look outside of what time of day it is. Also, days are flying by way too fast. And I don't know about you, but I found daily chores a little laborious when it comes to maybe my uh, uh, own routines, like when it comes to like skin and hair and health and also dental health. But I've been trying to stay on top of it. I don't know about you. What about you? The same here. You know what I mean? I, I think for me, routine's a big part of my life. So like the little things that I eat like I guess because I've already worked from home like I've learned that like I need to, I need to change my clothes like I need to change my clothes and, and act as if I'm going into an office or something or else I'm not going to accomplish anything so stuff like brushing my teeth daily routine stuff is very helpful for me yeah and I, I don't know about like you but I've also been maybe eating I the last grocery run I did uh last week I may have gotten a little too much junk food because we weren't getting junk food before because we were trying to be healthy and I was like you know what I need a treat now yes. I've been mainly focusing on that so it, I know it is important to stay on my regular dental hygiene routine it is important and I'm really help, thankful for Quip and uh their reminders and also their deliveries because it's just it's been really important and I think our listeners should also be checking out Quip as well because let's Let's talk about brushing teeth for a second. 75% of us use old, worn-out bristles that are ineffective, and even more people forget to floss daily. I've never forgot, never once in my whole life. I've never, <laughs> whole ever forgotten. There flosses. must be some people out there. Yeah. We don't, we don't know any of them, but sometimes <laughs> people forget to floss. There's got to be one person that must have forgotten. 
Hey, and it's okay. Quip is here to help. Good health starts with good habits. Quip makes it easy by delivering all the oral care essentials you need to brush and floss better. The Quip electric toothbrush has time sonic vibrations with 30 second pulses to guide a dentist recommended two minute routine. And there's even a size down version designed for kids. Paired with Quip's anti-cavity toothpaste in mint or watermelon, that's delicious, you get all the ingredients teeth actually need and none they don't. Quip also has an eco-friendly, reliable floss with a dispenser you keep for life and expanding string that helps clean in between. Quip brush heads, toothpaste, and floss refills are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5 each. A friendly reminder when it's time to refresh and to stay committed to your oral health. And shipping is free! That's a beautiful, love that. Join over 3 million happy customers and practice good oral care easily and affordably with Quip, starting at $25 dues. And in the U.S., that's $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash stupid right now, you'll get your first refill free. Free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash stupid. Let me spell that out for you. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash stupid. Quip, the good habits company. Check them out, support the show, and now back to the show. So yes, let's talk about uh, conventions, please, because I know uh, WonderCon got canceled because that was well, we've passed it already. Yes, <laughs> it was early in uh, April, and that's 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 uh, that's been uh, that's been canceled. But um, uh, with the announcement of San Diego Comic Con, it's it's disappointing because a lot of people are trying to reschedule conventions because these are important for small businesses, big businesses, artists and creators all across the spectrum when it comes to the creative arts, especially when it comes to nerdy stuff. Yeah. And uh, everyone's going to be affected in serious ways and uh, already has been, but it's, it's not going to not to be a downer, but it's, it, it's, there's not, we're not in the upward trajectory yet. <laughs> we're yeah. still like in the weeds. So uh, we wanted to kind of dive into um, the effect of San Diego Comic-Con and conventions in general, correct? Yeah. What would you preface it with? Yeah, I think it's it's just like, so San Diego Comic-Con is canceled and kind of, what does that mean? Um, you know, I, I was looking at an article from uh, Vox titled, San Diego Comic-Con is canceled for the first time in its 50-year history. If you guys want to check out that article for some more info. Um, but they talk about that, you know, San Diego uh, reaps $150 million uh, in revenue annually. From oh the <laughs> yeah, from the 135,000 uh, attendees. Um, the good news is, uh, silver lining is apparently the infamous Hall H is being converted into a homeless shelter, which is cool because I That's know cool. other places like uh, Vegas and LA uh, are not really doing the the best it seems to take care of their homeless um, in this situation. Uh, so, Oh, I knew about Vegas, but I thought LA was getting people into hotels. Are we not doing that anymore? Are we doing that? Or I did you- not know. I, I, I did not hear that. If that's the case, awesome. I, we've been doing other things well, so I would like us to, I don't know, hometown pride or whatever. Be, like you, you want to be doing the right thing, you know, to be fair, we could always do more. Yes. We could always yes. Do more. No yes. matter what. Um, so yeah. And it's not, it's, it's going to be pushed until July of 2021. So there's just not going to be this one this year. There's they're not going to, which makes sense with, a, with something that massive. How do you just put it at another time? Yeah. You know? And, and like, it's with every, all the movies being pushed and everything, it just makes sense. Like there's not going to be too much to do. And also who's, I would be on edge being there, yes. being in a crowded room, even like going all to the booths and touching everything that we do, you know, like, yeah. you know me, I like to take, pick up everything, give it a little sniff, no yeah. sneeze and put it right back down. So we, I, I agree with you. And I think just, just cause the sheer amount of people, like I think once things kind of clear up, I will actually pretty, be pretty excited to go, 
um, visit some of my favorite restaurants or visit the, uh, the movies in particular. I'm kind of hoping our screenings, you know, once things kind of level out, our screenings pick up again. Oh, I I'm, miss those. I'm, I'm, I feel I miss Alamo Draft House so much. Agreed. And I, and I feel relatively comfortable with that. Um, but I'm with you, Sam. They, I, the idea of Comic-Con, it's like, that's too much. I couldn't, I just couldn't. It, I think part of it is I already feel, truthfully, I already feel kind of anxious in, in that mass of people. Uh, and so if the the idea that one of them might be carrying a virus, you just add that element to it. It's like, it's too much, man. I can't handle that. Oh, yeah. No, no. I uh, famously, one of my first, uh, like, I've not had really that many panic attacks. I probably had like two or three in my entire life. But, um, hey, there's always more time, baby. <laughs> I You're still more. young. But um, uh, my my first one was at, uh, I think it was E3, but I also had one at Comic-Con, at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Goddamn. It's a lot. It's just a lot in general and with this stuff too. And so we've, we've got a few questions that we will do our best to try and answer for you guys. Um, and also, really quick, I just wanted to say like, San Diego Comic-Con, when it comes to the announcements from big studios and like seeing trailers and stuff, it's always so exciting because one of my favorite moments it, just in my life, like regardless of how I felt about the movie, when the first trailer for Batman v Superman played at San Diego Comic-Con that year and it was on the screen and like we got to, I was watching it in the DC booth and everyone was around me. I'm like, God damn, this is cool. Yeah. And it so blows that we don't get to do that this year. And, yeah. Uh, and also the smaller conventions that are being affected as well. Like Emerald City Comic Con is such a delight, and I I want to go back so bad. Yeah. Like even LA Comic Con, which is like personally not my fave. Mm-hmm. Um, cool that we have one, but not my fave. It's impossible to get to because of traffic. Yeah. You basically have to stay down there if you want to do it. And when I was living in downtown, like that was e- impossible to get around. So I'm okay that that one's not happening. Yeah. I'm sorry for all the creators that are affected by it. And also it's like cool opportunities for us you know like we've been able to work with some companies to do coverage and meet awesome creators from film tv and and literature of different types yeah um yeah and i just and i you know what i've been this year i had some goals in mind where i wanted to try to get into more like panel hosting that'd be fun yes and and you'd be good at it thank you but like also like that's not happening right now. So yeah, and it's and that's the tough thing too is uh, you mentioned, and, and we'll get into this once we get into some of these these uh, questions you guys sent us. But like uh, you mentioned, everything's being postponed, so like announcements would be weird. Um, and but more, I think not necessarily more importantly, but I think more pressingly is all the you know people on Artist Alley and all those creators that wrote that. Uh, rely on these conventions to help make ends meet um and so uh uh sts 2884 asks why he did all all caps uh bummed about it but also uh we can tell you why it's coronavirus um also will companies just do personal digital events and will this be the new normal going forward i know some people have done some digital film festivals and stuff like that same have you checked any of that out I'm not digital film festivals, but like E3 was canceled. So a lot of like Nintendo Directs have been a uh, solid replacement for that. Not the Nintendo Directs didn't exist before. Yeah. But um, they did more announcements when it came to uh, recently for like Super Smash Bros. When they're doing, they're announcing more blue haired characters from Fire Emblem joining the game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, uh, hey, I'm uh, not knocking Fire Emblem. I know it's beloved, but I would like some variety of characters, please. You don't don't add every character from Fire Emblem. Add I'll all the add characters all from Mario them. first. Add where's Waluigi? Where's Waluigi? Damn it! Uh, it's very suspicious that he hasn't been announced yet. It'd be really helpful right now, mm-hmm. Nintendo. Nintendo. 
or or knuckles or tails i'd be varying a knuckles Sonic character i'd be i'd be uh varying in knuckles also uh who was i just thinking the waluigi would be cool that'd be a fun one um we also but have no they yeah. they do direct so it's so like doing private private announcements wouldn't be the worst thing in the world and also like you say marvel or star wars couldn't do like a special mandalorian like screening like just with like one or two people like the heads of the business just doing it or skyping in like you could like i wouldn't mind zooming in from like john favreau's house because he's worked on so many cool projects like iron man to mandalorian to elf and like having chef yeah and having all like (laughs) the props behind him like from chef uh and we get to like look we get to see what their helms look like that way we can map it out and like find their address online. Don't do that. Yeah. Those are bad people who do that. <laughs> and Brenda mentions, uh, not necessarily a question, but I, I can't help but think about all the artists and businesses who rely on cons like, uh, like that as vendors and how they're going to manage. Hopefully we can find out who would have been there and try to support them individually so they're not losing all their potential revenue. And SDS 2884 responded to that by saying, uh, I saw Trisha Hershberger suggest Digital Artist Alley. That could be neat. I'd be interested to see. It, it's tough because um, I like the idea of, like you're saying, these, these you know, John Favreau with all the props from Chef, his most iconic movie behind him. Um, and I don't know what a digital artist alley would look like. I know uh, people like Jim Lee and different other creators are supporting um, different uh, um, uh, charities for comics creators and people that are struggling in this. Um, no, a lot of a lot of creators have come forward and also other people in the space similar to us like that have done similar things are, are auctioning off some of their most prized uh like possessions or also maybe their time they yeah. have been auctioning off to help support the comic book store industry yeah um and that's it's wonderful i was like trying to look at any of the things i own but right now most of it's in storage or i it's not that valuable <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's most of my stuff most of my stuff's not my, that valuable i could give away my time mm-hmm. anybody want to buy that anybody <laughs> want, that. You want me to pick the trash out of your lawn i can do that um, i can do that but i think i think that'd be really cool but i think part of the appeal i mean you and i just talked about how it stresses us out but i think part of the appeal for some people is that that communal effervescence about being in a large crowd and this, there's just no way to kind of replicate that um digitally but it'll be so i don't think like uh when he asks you know could that be a new normal moving forward i don't people kind of talk about as if these things are just going to go away um and And it's worth it's worth worrying too because there are like these are expensive events that like uh, not just like not san diego comic-con i don't think that's something that would go away but like more local cons they do bring in money for local economies but like they things are going to look different sorry just step on your point but go go, keep going yeah no you're right things are going to look different but i don't think this stuff's going to go away i think people there's a reason uh why a majority of people in this country at least live in cities even though we don't necessarily have to like uh you know we we're a communal uh, species you know what i mean and so i think we will grab i mean i think concerts will come back i think people will i mean you know movie theaters are weird because the numbers have already been kind of declining but i think people will go back to the movies i think uh not counting all the crazy people that are trying to uh, get people sick by chanting in the streets um but just in general i think people will be excited once it's okay when they go back whether when they will feel okay you know because it is going to be gradually it's not like um uh, uh that's the other kind of question that like i found out this week 
that we still don't have a vaccine for SARS 17 years or 17, excuse me, seven years after it was a thing. Like we don't, uh, uh, the, the, uh, different uh mitigation processes work so they just kind of shelved it and it's like what what we didn't we didn't crack that one and now we have to try and crack so it's like i in my mind i'm like oh cool 18 months we'll have a vaccine and they're like at minimum you know normally this process uh i was reading an article from guardian titled when will a coronavirus vaccine be ready and it's like normally this process takes 10 years and it's like, are you, fucking, are you fucking kidding me? Well, you know, we're we're unifying our forces a little bit, you'd hope. And yeah. hopefully we will be able to work together to go a little faster. But, hey, time will tell. The world's going to have to kick back and start up again in some way or some form moving forward. So hopefully that means that we can all hang out together because I just want to give my friends a hug. Yes. Give me a hug. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You know, like the people have been quoting Fauci, and I think he was half joking about this, but he's like, I, you know, I don't think people should be uh, shaking hands ever again. But it's like the, the, the hugs are going to come back. Shaking hands are going to come back. Well, I mean, the and I think convention Comic Con obviously, but I think other conventions will come back. Hopefully, we'll create cool. Um, we'll be able to do cool things in the interim. But like, um, I don't think that stuff's gonna. I don't. I don't think it'll become the new normal. I hope not. But um, also, I'm fine if we do over with handshakes I'm okay <laughs> you're okay that. with losing handshakes uh, if, if i have to mess up a handshake one more goddamn time i'm gonna freak out like i if i have to go in someone tries to give me a handshake but then i go in for the half hug thing yeah if someone comes in with a half hug thing and try and i got my hand like scrunched up against their chest and i'm like well i look like a fucking freak <laughs> i don't want to do that anymore what do you want to what do you want to replace the handshake with a, a nice, nice nod, nod. <laughs> Just a nice Just a nod. nod what do they do in counterpart and uh and counterpart yeah the jk simmons show that you watched oh in the in like the alternate earth yeah where they have a disease and now they don't shake hands no i think they shake hands i think i still think they shake hands no that's you said that was the plot point in the oh that they don't shake hands listen man i don't remember that was to shake hands. listen that was sometime last year with at this about? point which at this point is like a lifetime ago all right you let me down <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Man, I fucking love this thing. I'm going to be playing with this for hours. Hours, I say. <laughs> and I won't get bored. Uh, I promise. You promise? I you, promise. You promise you won't get you know, bored? By the way, I just, uh, just as a thing I'm going to miss, you mentioned Artist Alley a couple times, but man, it is such a goddamn blast to go through and just find crazy artists you would never think to look at. Even people not doing comic book and uh, superhero related art when they do just wonderful pieces. Like, I can't. I don't, it's not worth showing on an audio podcast or even now I can't really take it off the wall, but uh, my girlfriend bought these tea inspired vintage art pieces where yeah. basically it's this person uh, anthropomorphized. Uh, maybe I said that word, right? Yeah. Uh, different teas. So we have a poster of a woman named chamomile and it's like mm-hmm. designed in the color scheme of chamomile tea. Also Earl gray, green tea and, or jasmine and chai tea. Um, and they're all great. They're all beautiful pieces. They look like they'd be awesome tattoos. Um, and it was just cool to find somebody who was doing that it had nothing to do with the rest of the artists uh, at the con and uh, or the rest of the theme of the con. But it was a wonderful piece. And now we got cool decorations. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Artist Alley is, is <clears throat> unfortunately kind of underrated. Uh, you know, people crowd the different panels. And, and I panels are fine you and i had an opportunity a couple years back to do a few um hall h panels uh and And they're cool yeah they're cool but i I found 
artist alley significantly more rewarding and you actually get to interact with some of the artists and and uh one of my fondest fondest memories of um uh comic-con ever and it was actually the same year was i got to take a picture uh and get a signed print from eduardo riso who worked on 100 bullets and um is working on moonshine right now and he's one of my all-time faves and it was just such a it was i still remember the feeling of uh my wife was with me that day it's the only time she's been able to go to comic-con and we walk in and i had to do a like i saw his his name his son was setting up the table and i saw his name on the sign because in artist alley they have like their name the name plate and i had to do a double take i'm like wait really he's good he's here right now um so artist alley's rad artist alley's really fucking cool uh yeah, no i uh i'm just trying like thinking back there just like we got to meet mitch garrett's who worked on yeah. mr uh mr miracle and now strange adventures and doc shanner and i was like god damn that's so cool that's such a cool yeah thing so many like uh, uh terry moore um who has his own uh you know stuff like uh, strangers in paradise and stuff like that uh, my friend Tom Neely, who worked on with the Chaos Theory, he usually has uh, a panel at, at or, or not a panel, a, um, a booth at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, just a lot of really cool stuff. And I think, uh, unfortunately, like like with most things, it's the it's the little guys that are going to be struggling. Like people are like Disney. Oh, what's Disney going? Disney's going to be fine. All right, Disney. Yes, I'll let some Disney employees. Are going to be struggling. The lower on the rung, the harder they're going to be struggling. All the all the production people that were laid off from different talk shows, and it's just like, yeah, that blows, man. That seriously blows. Yeah. So that that stuff, but like Disney's Disney is going to be fine. fine. Bob Iger is going to be fine. Uh, Bobby Iger. Yeah, (laughs) a little old Bobby Iger. Uh, Another big thing for con people, Sam, uh, is uh, exclusives. And Grace and Kyle, uh, Grace and Kyle asks, "How do you think they'll handle quote con exclusives? Uh, con exclusive releases like toys or even certain news that would have gotten released at Comic Con? It would be really cool if we did a digital Comic Con now. Like it's just like it's a live stream that we're all able to join online, and then different like they they've scheduled out like keynotes from different studio heads that can like put on like a special show, and like maybe they like zoom in one of the." Uh, like one of the cast members of a movie, but they are still able to release a trailer. Cause like yeah. you could re-edit a black widow trailer and put it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could or, like or an Eternals. Ta- we still don't have an Eternals, Eternals trailer. Yeah. Falcon winter soldier. Cause that's yeah. supposed to come out in August. It won't, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Apparently, <laughs> apparently the only one uh, of those shows, the Disney plus shows that's confirmed to not be delayed is, um, what if. Oh, cool. Yeah. By the way, I, uh, the other day, weirdly, I met somebody who worked on that show. Oh, that's really other, cool. other day. Yeah. yeah. So, like, in the quarantine. So, I just happened to bump into someone and they were talking about that. But Yeah, you can read. Should- uh-huh. having short conversations in public right now <laughs> yeah 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 I, yeah i bet um you could do the con exclusive toys too you could have like a little demo where they release it and then you know they open up the online shop and you've got like 10 you know everybody's flooding in so you got 10 seconds to buy it here's something i want also f- that's a fair that's a fair market because every that's how regular conventions are exactly. it's impossible to get the exclusives exactly it's yeah it's the, and everyone little- goes and resells them on ebay and it sucks for everybody yes it's it's miserable for everybody welcome of the world um here's something i wanted to flow and i want to get your thoughts on i kind of don't understand and it might just be because i'm a big old dummy why we can't just like take a gap year on things why we can't just be like guess what the whole world 
is just going to take a gap year on this one. So whatever con exclusive, whatever movies were going to be released, they're going to be released the same time next year. Whatever uh, con exclusives we had, they're going to be released next year. Like what, you want to, uh, you owe rent or whatever. Guess what? Not necessarily next year, but like whenever this clears up, I, I kind of don't understand why we, I, I feel like with as advanced as our world has gotten, I feel like we should be better and more capable of just put it, pushing pause on things. Like, I, look, so I don't disagree with you to a point, but at the same time, like we're talking about billions of people's lives and livelihoods and like maintaining that through uh, still running an agricultural sector as well as an IT sector, as well as other sectors in, of our population. Sure, like entertainment could take a chill pill, like, like you know, but yeah. there are still other elements of daily life that can't. That, like, Wait, there are there other are, elements of daily life than entertainment? That, yeah, exactly. It's what? crazy. I'm talking about video games might need to take us back seat to be getting food on the table. What? I don't disagree with you, but like, <laughs> I, I, it, it is, it's stressful. It's, it's, impo- it's in a kind of an impossible situation where you want to protect your, your, the people in your life, the people in your community. And it's really cool how the communities in certain aspects of, of this isolation have come together. Um, and other ones, it's just you back to the same old BS. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, no, it's it's an impossible situation, and we can only do the best that we can do. And so, hopefully, that it means that people are saved. Yeah. <laughs> that means people don't have to die. That'd be cool. Like that'd be super super dope. Because I don't know, like tangentially through people, like I know people who have died because of this, and that's absolutely devastating. And it yeah. happened really fast. And like. Um, yeah, man, I don't want, I don't want that to be happening, but I understand that the shit's scary right now. So yeah, I just, I get with conventions and I get with entertainment stuff like that's, it's easy for people to focus on those kind of problems instead of trying to think about other things because it's, it's, it's inconsequential. Yeah. It's more fun to talk about movie things than it is to talk about politics because it's like, fucking man it's that's what we do it's fun to talk about like uh especially with animal crossing it's been a great (laughs) fucking distraction to talk about uh how to sell turnips at a higher price point so i can buy a different synthesizer and refrigerator (laughs) for my house and how to catch the right kind of fish to earn more miles to get tickets to different islands it's all doesn't matter but it's like that's the whole point listen i love how anachronistic uh, Animal Crossing is. I, listen, I'm selling term, turnips so I can get a better synthesizer. Damn it! Oh man, I wish I could show everybody on the stream. I don't know how to get my internet working right so that I can do online. I haven't visited anyone's islands, and no one's visited my wonderful island. Actually, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty mediocre. But I want to go to other people's islands. You I just bought a me, toilet. Yeah, you were telling me there's a lot of waterfalls on your island. That sounded pretty cool. Oh, I'm building them. It takes a while. You got to be patient with it. Yeah, I, I guess what I'm saying, I just feel like we should be able to like, the government should be able to go, listen, all you food people, we're going to pay you to make food and people will get a little stipend to go buy food, but ain't nobody paying rent. The people that own the buildings don't have to pay their rent and then their renters don't have to pay them rent. Ain't nobody paying rent. Ain't nobody, whatever, whatever. I don't, it's, I, it is the, what it is. Nobody's put me in charge of uh, gosh dang anything. And that's probably for the best. But, uh, um, Vanny here asks, do you think big companies will still release teasers and info during the weekend? SDCC would have been going on. Do they even have anything worth releasing now because of the pandemic? Without being yeah, no, to- they're still editing. They're still editing suites that are uh, in full swing. I know that my uh, my brother in law works on movie trailers, and he's still actively plugging away at doing promos. Yeah, I know that. Well, like, and- it's not like 
he's not working on anything like big that like he normally we talk about, but it's for promos for other TV shows and he's still actively working. Yeah. And I think like, um, uh, we, we were mentioning this a little bit earlier, but a lot of stuff, you know, you kind of underestimate how far in advance they have to shoot some of these things. So I believe like, obviously Shang Chi's production had to be put on hold for this. Um, by the way, Robert Eggers, who did The Lighthouse and The Witch, yeah. they had fully built all the sets in in Ireland, and they had, oh my god, uh, I'm going to see if I can pull up the cast, because they were all there, and then the, uh, the, the country shut down, and they all had to go home. And he was like, yeah, we were literally days, days away from beginning production. And Whoa. that sucks, man. On his, like, on his next movie? Yeah, and that's also uh, A24. Not like, that's not, they're not like, they're making good money, but... Yeah. It's, it's not a lot. It's not uh, Disney money. Wanna, it's not Disney money, but I did want to read the update that he he had posted about uh, his new movie called The Northman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's starring Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, Bill Skarsgård, Willem Dafoe, and Anya Taylor-Joy. Most of the actors were there and were doing makeup and costume tests, uh, and then we had to stop. Yeah, they had full like then they have a full like set like preview that you can look at online that wow. he posted where yeah it sucks like there's a lot of people who are on hold but there are like you said there are some productions that have been shot well in advance yeah so i think something like eternals is probably not you know they were probably getting ready for um i don't know for sure i, I didn't get a chance to look this up but like you know i would imagine there might be still some reshoots in that movie's future but you know principal production might have been wrapped and so we might be able to get a trailer for that um which would be cool um I'm trying to think. And that's like, supposed to come out in November, but that's been pushed to early next year now. Yeah. And I think, I think what they did was smart. Cause didn't they just didn't uh, Marvel just push um, like black widow is now in the internal spot and internals is now in Shang Chi spot and Shang, you know what I mean? That kind of a thing. Like they just pushed everybody a spot. Also WandaVision was going to have um, like a December release. Cause they moved it up a little bit. Yeah. And now I'm thinking it's just back to 2021, which is fine. Yes. Yeah. Understandable now. Yeah. Is there anything, what would you, you know, who who knows if we were going to Comic Con or not, but what would you miss most that now that they've canceled Comic Con? Well I um uh, as long as I get one little <laughs> laughter, that's my favorite, is the breathing that that's the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, uh, if I could do a whole stand up routine where everyone goes in the audience, you'd be that's like, the best. I won, I did it. I, <laughs> that's that's a win for me. Yeah. Uh but I it's definitely uh, it's me seeing all of our friends together, you know, like it, the parties were always cool, but more so that like the, sometimes they throw a celebrity in there, but no one goes and talks to them. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just only drunk people or other business people that work with them. But like being able to hang out with the people that we normally work with and seeing them all together and in their element is really cool. Like seeing some of our friends like really work and like work the room. Well, it's impressive and it's inspiring and, seeing other artists like god damn it i just can't wrap my head around like the more i'm writing the story the more it's just like how the hell do i even describe to an artist what i'm trying to say here like like, how do you how do you even work with someone like that to see how they see the world and are able to bring their ideas to light and seeing that on the floor of any comic-con especially san diego comic-con because there are so many amazing uh creators there it's just it's gonna be a bummer not to see the 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 strong boys and girls of our, the different industries that we uh, enjoy, but also participate in. Yeah. What about you? Um, you know, it, it'll be weird to not have the, like, I guess this is more my pragmatic brain going up. It's like, 
what are we, what episode are we going to do on the week of Comic-Con? Like, what's our episode going to be about? You know what I mean? Like, uh, and there'll be stuff. There'll be stuff. Like, hopefully, you know, uh, we'll be back in theaters. I think uh, Tenet's supposed to be in July sometime. And, oh, that'd be cool. And, I th- and right now, I think theaters are kind of trying to position that as their, like, test in the waters. Like, a Christopher Nolan movie will be the thing that bring them back in the theaters. And it'll be, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Like, who knows? Uh, we've been talking about doing an episode talking about, like, what movies look like after this. But, um. Uh, yeah, I guess I, for me, I feel like I've done the, the, the year I did hall H and I met a water Reese was like, cool. I did it. You know what I mean? Like if I never go again, if for summer, I'd love to go, but if I never go again, I did it. I fulfilled any possible thing I could want to do, um, for comic-con. Uh, so I think you're right. I think it's more about, uh, you, you know, when you get to go, you get to see your friends. It's cool to go see San Diego. You still could. It's not going anywhere. But uh, it's always cool to go to San Diego. The train ride's always really nice. Uh, oh, it's so cool. Maybe, Besides that one time you took the train and people were, in my head, they're pooping and peeing all over each other. <laughs> yeah. But that's not what they were yeah, the, doing. The, the drunk group <laughs> that was really just full on full. There was that one girl that was on full meltdown. Um what that's a wild stuff. ride! Yeah, that's all Comic Con, baby. Those are those parties when you can hear like different like nerds screaming at each other in the street. You're like, yes, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is it. This is it. This hey, is you know, it. maybe we can just take a train trip to at the same time Comic Con. Take a train trip to San Diego and just go. There's this um, uh, Chicago Seven different anime fans in different cosplay just beating the shit out of each yeah. other. Yeah, <laughs> there's this um, uh, pizza joint that serves uh, Chicago deep dish pizza that uh, that I like to go to when I'm in San Diego. Uh, maybe I could just go to San Diego. Is it good deep dish? It, I mean, it's good pizza. I, you know, I haven't had like real Chicago. I haven't been to Chicago, so I haven't had like real Chicago deep dish. So I don't know what to compare it to. Um, but uh, but yeah, like uh, it'd be fun to just maybe take a San Diego trip and be like, hey guys, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, oh, nobody else is sorry. here, but I'm, but I'm here. I'm, I'm really gonna. Yeah, uh, don't wait. But who's gonna be the Christian protesters outside? It won't be. A oh, real they'll com- still be, there. be a real convention. Yeah, if yeah. they're not protesting. They'll, they'll Even still at be fucking there. VidCon, man. Mm-hmm. VidCon. Like, I mean, just it's like I, it's a bigger convention now. But I remember early days of VidCon. It's like y'all are looking. Y'all yeah, are yeah, trying yeah. to find. You're y'all trying are trying way to find too hard. Mess up. <laughs> um, but it's uh, yeah. It's just there's some some I think. The celebration of the nerdy medium, especially when it comes to like the Marvel movie trailers, like sure, there's been some dud like trailers that come out, and you're like, but it's bummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's not great. That didn't get me excited, but there always is a special energy around the release of those trailers, and I loved that. I love that energy. Yeah, you know? agreed. Uh, and it's disappointing. Uh, Danny in uh, the the Discord uh, asked, "What's your favorite thing to do at conventions?" And I think I already kind of touched on mine. Um, is I like going to Artist Alley. You know what I mean? I like seeing the artists at work because it's 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 really incredible and it's also tangible. You know, I, I really mm-hmm. like you know talking about Friday. Really, I like tangible media. I like seeing people work physically work on something is really rewarding. Oh yeah, and uh, I love the Adult Swim like outdoor fair. Yeah, to go into that one's really cool. Also, a lot of there's like different sections where they just bring in food trucks or so they bring in like fun activations where you could just go for free. Yeah. That shit's fun as hell. And like a lot of restaurants, some hike up their prices, but some do good deals. And also just a really like cool memory is we at SourceFed, uh, well, I think it's fair to say now, we would always stay in the same hotel. Yes. <laughs> like we'd, always stay, we'd always stay in the same hotel. And it was always, and it always like, had its problems. It, it was always, always like 10 blocks away problems. from the, yeah. we, had to, we had to like walk three blocks. No, more than we had to walk like six blocks to the tram and then take the tram to Comic-Con. 
Yeah, oh yeah, and it's the best. It's yes. the best because at the first year we're like, oh okay. And I remember we we stayed in like one of the rooms and the toilet overflowed. Like man, there's like some shit that just happened. And there's it was a nice, it was a good hotel. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like fa- I wouldn't call it fancy. It was no. a nice one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is not a motel. It was a hotel, but not a Holiday Inn. No. But, um, we uh, but it was in Little Italy. Uh, so we got to there's a pizza joint just down the street and you could walk through this alley to get there and it was just like one of those ones where you could walk in get a slice and leave yeah but also you could go in this back patio area and you could just get like a couple beers and just eat some pizza and it was like right near the water so you could watch in the harbor like the water you watch the water go down the sun go down and just kind of like take it in and it was like oh this is the this is some of the cool stuff of san diego like i mean of course comic-con's cool but like the and like that little like calm energy where it feels like a community there it's really sweet and we would uh there were, like a couple of cool burger joints there and also the gas lamp district was really cool to walk around at night yeah um and i got to meet uh i never got i it was too nervous to go say hi to him but joshua williamson steve orlando jim lee uh dan jurgens uh and a couple other like creators were at this dc universe event right before it launched and it was just like it's cool seeing him there. That's yeah, <laughs> so Weird Al one year that was really cool. I was just walking to the train station. I was like, "You're so Weird cool. Al." I like. You're I like Weird Al. You're talking about the uh, the sun lowering, but you're with the water. It's like, yeah, this is where we sit, and you just watch the water lo- lower. There it goes. Bye bye. Like away. all the water trains. It's like, yep, flat Earth. That's where it goes. <laughs> Everybody knows. Everybody now knows. We have proof. <laughs> now we got proof. It's in the pudding. Uh, we got that proof uh, in the pudding. Man, doing a virtual Comic-Con isn't the worst idea in the world, or at least as a keynote for events. You know, like where if you had like the big studios kind of come together as like a f- online festival, yeah. I think it would do do a lot of good for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think as a whole, like they could do their own individual ones because there's something cool about that, like a D23 online kind of thing. Yeah. But like with H. Also, by the way, HBO Max 100% should not launch right now. <laughs> it should not well, launch. Okay, that's a, like, is it? Is so it? So I was going to... I was going to say, just because Quibi is really not doing well, one, Quibi is, I don't think is a, uh, I'm happy for the friends that we have who are working, who have shows on Quibi. Yes. Uh, I think it was already a a, a kind of a, an iffy medium to kind of, or platform to kind of get people to use, but then launching it now, it doesn't seem like it helped, you know, it doesn't seem like it really helped people get the word out because there were going to be premieres, there were going to going to be all these live events to get people to understand what it was and, it, and i just think it kind of hindered it hbo max might help a lot because uh, i mean it might help be helpful to release now because it's got it's got so much freaking content yeah it's got so much that's putting out especially original content which by the way they are doing a justice league dark show it is jj abrams which uh, let's just see yeah, Let's just I, see what he does. You know? I, well, I think it's it'll it'll, it'll be more uh, to see who the showrunner actually is because, like you know, he was uh, after Lost, he produced um, 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 Alcatraz Fringe. and Fringe, but he they weren't. It was his company, but they weren't his shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see um, what the actual showrunners and stuff look like. But yeah, I was going to ask you because you're right. I think Quibi's premise is dubious, but it's also. Uh, predicated on the idea that you're out and about and on your phone, but people yeah, and are, you can't watch it on a TV. Exactly, but people are home and they can watch it on TV. So you, maybe because HBO Max is HBO and it's actual TV shows, uh, you know, it's uh, on the one hand, it's like, is this is this the wrong time? Will it hinder it? Or, but on the other hand, people are home and they're hungry for content. So maybe you know what I mean. I I don't. 
I don't know. And I don't know if there is a way to know. You know, it's it, HBO should really I stop mean, calling us and asking us yeah. what we think because it's like, I, you know, I don't want to tell you guys. It's, it's you know, it's a coin flip. Stop calling us. us. We, we don't, don't know what we want to do. Do you guys hate this? Just let me know. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear this. <laughs> Good laughing. Uh, by the way, if anyone plays Jackbox uh, Murder tri- Trivia Murder Party, Murder Trivia Party, something like that, let me know because that's the same voice they use. It's the same voice much later. Uh, yeah, Studio Ghibli's on HBO Max, and I would not mind watching a Studio Ghibli film or two right now. Like I would love to be watching Spirited Away or Princess Mononoke or something. Yeah, those um, would be a good. Those would be good. And or Ponyo. 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 I've never seen it. I'd like to see it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I want something fun. I want something pretty to look at. Yeah, I want yeah, yeah. There, there, there's not a single Studio Ghibli film that is not gorgeous to look at. I will say some of them are... are I think Ponyo was one that it's like, oh, this is for young children. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. Make all that... Because like, some of your stuff is real heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some, of the, some of those stories are real heavy, and that's good. You can have both. You can have your cake, and you could uh, eat it, too. Yes. Um, as they say. Yes. Uh I who is Cecile the demon? I don't know who that is uh, from Dynamic Banter. Shout out also 200th episode. Also, Steve is on the 200th episode. You should go check that out. But you know, as we wind down, uh, I don't know about HBO Max. I don't know about Comic Con. But what I do know is try to take care of yourself the best you can right now. Yes. Uh, shit's scary. Uh, drink as more water than you think you need to. <laughs> I think I'm. I'm. It's going to help you feel better in the long run if you can drink some more water. Uh, if you have. If you are able to distance yourself to it to the best of your ability, hold out. We are near the uh, we are closer to the end than people think. You know, when it comes to the self isolation, we are we'll yeah see. to the self isolation. We are nearing the end of the prologue of this. <laughs> but I think I I think you just it, it's just the way you decide to view. Because uh, I believe it is a choice the way you view how this is going to play out for yourself individually. Like shit yeah. in the world is going to be really scary. You know, like let's yeah. just be honest. It's scary right now. It will be scary. But it, it, we can make active decisions in our own personal lives of how we want to deal with this and how we want to process it. It will be hard. It will be scary. It will be sad. But I think as a whole, as long as you're taking care of yourself to the best of your ability, it will be okay. Yeah, and uh, try to do that however you see fit it's going to be different for everybody I've been meditating more and who oh boy headspace they got a free trial and that is a heck that's been a lifesaver that's been a, a, a real treat and also zoom has been very nice and this podcast has been nice to have a very clear schedule yeah. to go and do something that's been helpful as well but uh, DJ any final thoughts no it's just like reading what Sam said like uh, you know stay at home keep washing your hands keep taking care of those you love um, and wear a mask wear a mask when you go outside if you if you need to go to the grocery store or whatever um, and we're all learning and growing together and let's try and let this bring out the best in us and not the worst. I know, uh, in between recordings, I was on Twitter and, uh, it was, it was pretty harrowing. Um, so mm-hmm. let's, let's have it be just with people sharing what other people in the world are doing. That's not smart. So be smart, take care of each other. Um, and, um, yeah, that's, that's it. That's, I think that's the only lesson most important lesson we can all learn in life let's be smart and take care of each other (laughs) please try it to the best of your ability gang we love you stay Stay inside and just to keep uh just uh checking out the podcast again patreon.com slash only stupid answers as low as five bucks a month we're unlocking everything the gates are open gang come and enjoy the content 
Take what you want. Uh, join our live watch-alongs. Join our live podcasts. And also on our MCU reviews, we just did Captain Marvel. We want more people to be involved. And also maybe future podcast episodes, we want more of you guys to be involved. So please consider supporting us on patreon.com. We know times are tough. But if you, well, however you can support by just listening, watching, sharing, or supporting on Patreon, we appreciate it. Uh, I'm at Sam Basher everywhere that matters on social media. I'm at DJ Talks Trash. At Only Stupid Answers. You got the vowels from Stupid. That's for Twitter. Please rate and review on iTunes. We appreciate when you do that as well. And if you have different Zoom backgrounds you'd like us to use, please send them our way. It will be better than me having to clean my room. (laughs) Thank you. We love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.